So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 yeah. ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Ed Clements and Jeff Ward. I just got in the room. And by the way, thanks for being with us. Just got in the room. Don't know what you talked about the first hour. So I'm immigration, anxious. gun control. You did too. Yeah. That's exactly what we did the other yeah. side, man. Transgendered Trans- uh, bathrooms. That damn Joe Biden. That yeah. son of a gun. Of a that gun. Mayorkas. I know. That Mayorkas. Oh boy. Mayorkas is blaming everything now on Governor Abbott. Everything's blamed on Governor Abbott. Mm-hmm. It's all Greg Abbott's fault. Well, uh, what did you what did you talk about the first hour? <sighs> Let's did see. You- the MVP race. Good. Is, is yep. it Dak Prescott's to lose? I think, uh, I'm not going there. Through? Is it Dak Prescott's to lose? I say yes. I think I think the Cowboys have to be, when do they make that announcement, Jeff, as the MVP? After the season. After the season? <laughs> like tomorrow? What well, do you mean? I, I, well, no, it? I don't think Dak Prescott will be in the conversation of the Cowboys have a big flame out well, and win only one game of the playoffs. Right, but... They're, they're, I don't, they're not going to have a flameout. That's no, my position. They, no, they shouldn't They're going to be out. Philadelphia on Sunday night. Which they will. And that will make him now the favorite. I think it'll be a three-person race between Dak Prescott. I know it's funny to say that. Look, one, one slip up and he'll drop like a rock. Just yeah. because people are just waiting for the chance to say, I told you he sucked. And see... But 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 then I think this is where Cedric and I have disagreed. Cedric Golan, yeah. Austin American Statesman. Do you know the last running back to win the MVP? Was that uh was he a cowboy, wasn't he? No. No? Well the cowboy. Who was it? How many years ago do you think it was that a running back twenty years ago? That's correct. Twenty years ago. Adrian Peterson Adrian Peterson won it in t- it's not twenty years ago. Adrian Peterson won it in two thousand twelve. I submit to you, though, that if if Dak Prescott, they lose on Sunday, or if he has a bad day anywhere down the stretch and loses the MVP, because I do think it is his to lose, I think it's going to be a two-person race on the same team between Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. When, in fact, I think the the right tackle is just as important to those two guys, to their okay, team. You're going to give it but to, they're not, they're not give glamour. It to left tackle? Really? It, left tackle, I mean. It's not glamour. No. No. But I think I think it might be Christian McCaffrey might be the last running back in our life to win the MVP. Wow. How dramatic you are today, my friend. Yeah, was that Very dramatic? dramatic. I thought it was pretty well. Was that a hot take? I Very was, dramatic. See, I, not well thought can out? I, can I be dramatic? Yeah. Tonight will be the last time. We see Bill Belichick on the sidelines on a Thursday night game. As New England travels to Pittsburgh. Hot takes here in the first five minutes. Yes, yes. But no, Dak Prescott is having such a marvelous year stat wise, but So is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but what I'm saying about Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, I'll say it I said it yesterday, I'll say it again. 
He needs a win in Buffalo. Okay. Needs a win yes. in Buffalo or Miami to say, okay, you're, everything's okay. You can't go through a season just beating the dog out of people okay. at Jerry World. Okay. Well, the statement was, is it his to lose? I don't think it is. Who's Not right it, now. Whose is it to lose? Uh, Christian McCaffrey or Brock Purdy. You called me a crackhead for mentioning Christian McCaffrey. I didn't call him Michigan Crackhead. I know, I'm being dramatic again. You're being <laughs> dramatic again. It's, it's, dramatic. it's dramatic day on the radio station. Day. It's just hot take day. Yeah. Just say stuff. Well, yeah, because, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> They're on the best team, and usually you get. He's scoring. He's going to set a record for touchdowns, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And when he does, I don't believe there's an inclination to give it to Brock Purdy. So I believe that it's Dak Prescott's to lose, which he might. And then I think, oddly enough, it's going to be a running back when no one would have thought that would happen. It'll never happen again. Gee, I yeah. hope the Cowboys win against Eagles on Sunday. That's going to be a letdown. No, I don't want to bet it, Jeff. Okay. I'm pulling for the Cowboys <laughs> all the way. It's going to be the letdown of all letdowns. That would be a buzzkill. That if if that would the be... Eagles, the tired Eagles, after gosh, three or four consecutive tough games, the old win man, on the road. The old man may not get out of a stupor. Yeah, he may not. If they were to, if Dallas were to lose, first of all, just slams the door shut, division over, blah blah blah. You're gonna call me a face painter again. I don't think they're done because they're gonna go play a first playoff game, which is a scrimmage game. Atlanta, more than likely, yeah. the winners of the South. Forty-five points, just like they would in Dallas. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not the worst thing. It is a buzz kill, and it means you're gonna be traveling throughout the playoffs. Means you're going back to Philly or San Francisco. Probably Philly, yeah. But as I argued with Cedric a year ago, Dallas, their field goal kicker was a hot mess, an absolute dumpster fire. And it, it was in the playoffs. And go, and yeah. Go, yeah, and he goes yeah. into San Francisco. The first thing that happens is the worst thing that could happen. He snap hooks it into yeah. Santa Clara. Yeah. So they only got beat nineteen to eleven. Because of the defense, yeah. As you, as you pointed out many, many times, hundred yeah. times, hundred twenty. Um. So this Dallas team is light years better than that. So I'm I, even if they were to lose, at the risk of everybody saying "shut up, you homer," whatever you're going to say to me, I'm not quite sure they're toast. It'll just be a buzzkill. It's going to be a huge buzzkill. I know because it's going to put yeah, the division's they're, they're, over. They're going to yeah, the division's, the division's over. over. There's, no, there's nothing else to pay attention to yeah. the rest of the way. I mean, it won't matter. They just can't. Let me use a coaching term for you, Joe. Oh, here we go. You can't let one loss turn into two oh, loss, God. turn into three loss. Actually, you can in this case. They're going to be the five seed no matter what. So, sorry, coach. Yeah, you can. They can lose again. It doesn't matter. Well, it's, it does for the, re- the psyche. Yeah, it does bad. for the psyche when they go play in frigid Buffalo. Oh, then they go play in humid Miami. You're obsessed with the weather. It's the just weather. Obsessed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weather... Oh, Shock please. for their systems. Now, if they lose on Shock. Sunday, nothing else matters. They're in the playoffs. They win the first game. Blah blah blah. It's just uh, it'll it'll be it'll it'll hit Dallas harder than most other franchises because it'll be there. It goes again. That's what it'll be. It'll be see you can't close the deal kind of thing on Monday. You will say it. You'll beat it into my head. You'll say see big game. Big game choker Dak. Big game Dak. Yeah, and that's yeah. and the reaction will be, people will be bent out of shape. People will be bent out of shape. The owner and, and, will be very upset. He'll start. He'll start chirping about. 
man, I paid him all that money and he's got to do better yeah. than that. Yeah. But see, this thing, I think, and again, Phil, this is the best time to get Philadelphia. Absolutely. You, you lost a game in Philly a few weeks ago that you were so capable of winning, number one. Inches. Number two, they're beat up. They're yeah. beat up and yeah. they're down. They got annihilated by the San Francisco 49ers and your team is ready they're ready to roll because they've had extra time off yeah. at San Francisco. Remember Dallas played in a Thursday night game last week? They've had time. They had time enough for the head coach to have an appendectomy. You know what I mean? Huh. So they've had some rest time. They're going to be primed and ready to go. Okay. They must do that, but they must carry the momentum from Sunday to Frigid Buffalo oh and Human Miami. God. They must do that, Jeff. Oh my! And Philadelphia, you act, you act like it's the Antarctic. I, fe- I've, I'll tell you this: I fear Philadelphia. You could, fear? I fear. <laughs> I fear for my friends, Philadelphia friends, Pete Adamski, Jerry Sizemore. I fear that your team could go into a mini tailspin oh, with a loss Lord. to San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. Oh, vastly having to Lord. win Dramatic. the two games against Tommy DeVito oh. and the vertically challenged uh, quarterback Kyler Murray of the Arizona. Well, there's a series of hot takes. They'll be just fine. You think they don't know what they're doing? You think they're going to cry? It's all over? Did you watch fourth quarter last week? Yeah. Philadelphia and San Francisco? It happens. They quit. Yeah. They packed it in. Yeah. They said no moss. <laughs> That's right. They tapped out. They tapped out, Tapped baby. out. Tapped out. I'm tapping out. Done. Smart thing to do. Well, we can say... What's this? Today's a day of dramatic comments. There's nothing but dramatic. Just dramatic things all day. Got it? Got it. American golf is dead. Oh, that is a hot take. <laughs> it is a hot it's take. Dead. If you don't know what Jeff's talking he can't, about. He can't. I mean, Tiger Woods can't come back to save it. Your golf game is dead. John Rahm from Spain, who's been living in the United States for the last, what, eight, nine years. He went to Arizona State. Uh, almost won the Dell Technologies match play here. Uh, won the Masters tournament this year. He'd won another major. He has apparently s- decided to take the blood money, mm-hmm. and he's going to the Live Golf Tour to the tune of three hundred <laughs> million dollars. Here's how it works: you make more money, you work less. America. Well, or Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. What, what a country. That's right. What a country. And the royal family. What a what a group. Yeah. Work less, make 10 times as much money, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Travel less, make more money, guaranteed. Still play in the Masters until you're 65 years old because you're a former Masters champion, guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's... it's uh, Jay Monahan, the commissioner, should pack it in because... What a royal screw up this whole thing has been. I will say this for Phil I mean, Mickelson. I will say, let me say, start yeah. here. Phil Mickelson warned you. He's a blowhard. He's an egotistical yeah. guy. But he warned you that, hey, we know you got a King's Ransom of Money PGA Tour. Let's divvy the money out. And Jay Monahan didn't do it. And that's when Liv emerged and got Phil and some of the top players from around the world. Okay. But there is a point... At which you can't compete. I mean, they don't care, right? I mean, there's no justification. There's no network. They got nothing coming back. 
They have absolutely it's a terrible no, business no, plan. No TV presence at all. Right. They've got the CW. Right. I was watching a live tournament last year and was going to a playoff, and the CW cut away for the for some rerun. Yeah, rerun. I mean, so it, it's. Um, I know a lot of people are going to hammer the PGA Tour, but there I is just a, did Jeff. I know you did. I'm sorry, it was hot take. What's today? Thursday? Hot take Thursday. Hot take Thursday. Yeah. It's also we let, let us remember Pearl Harbor Day. Okay. My friend, Pearl Harbor Day. Thank the you. The day that will live in infamy, December 7th. Thank you. 1941. Okay. Thank you for when that. When Japanese oh my invaded and brutally bombed <laughs> Got Pearl it. Harbor. We're aware. Thank you. Yes. Um. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's money to be made, you know, probably less money without Tiger Woods um, in any American sport. But there's a point at which you can't, they're going to give the guy $300 million to work less. And, and they got no return. They got nothing in return. This is just here, take it, just because we want to spite them. And we want to get more leverage when this supposed merger comes right. along. Right. And now they have such a big piece of the PGA puzzle with John Rahm yeah. that they can, the Saudis can say, hey, we got John Rahm, we've got uh, Dustin Johnson, we've got Kepka, we've got Bryson DeChambeau, we've got a lot of your superstars. Here are our terms, PGA Tour. And yeah, we could, we could possibly get this together, but... We're gonna we're gonna control the money. We're gonna do this. We're supplying all this money. It's just a terrible situation for golf, in my opinion. Terrible. It's terrible right now because you won't see John Rahm on TV unless it's the Masters or a well, major. Right. I mean, no nobody. There's not enough desire to watch the CW and John Rahm. It's not like I mean. I, I know telling how much they would have offered Tiger Woods. Oh, I mean they would double, offer they would give him triple that. They, they would billion, give him a billion maybe, dollars, billion dollars, like they did uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. But there's nobody like that, and may never be like that again. So I, I don't. But what's happening to American golf is happened ha, going to happen to soccer in Europe. It's going to happen to tennis. It's going to happen to fill in the blank. They're just going to give anybody that they'll just yeah. outspend you for no reason. Well, you brought up something very fascinating earlier this fascinating. week about is Saudi Arabia going to get an American football, college football, where we're going to say, okay, uh, Sam Houston State University, <laughs> we, Houston, are, yes. we are we are adopting. <laughs> That's what they want. We're adopting the team from Huntsville, baby. We want we want the. Sam Houston State. Yes. Bearcats. That's what, that's what they're looking for. The Saudis are shopping around. They're going to end up in Huntsville. That's right. <laughs> but they they're going to buy the prison, too. Yeah. They could buy the... Well, my point is, and you pointed out, they could, you know, with the time of NIL and stuff, they could just... It, yeah. Here's, it, the here, here's the thing, is that in sports, all sports now, they're, they're, the, they're the slush fund. Yeah. I mean, if if they if you say I'll take I'll take it, they'll say sure here, take it. Can you imagine? What do I have to do back? Uh, just don't think bad about us, or yeah. you're a dead man. But yeah, otherwise, take the money. Don't say anything bad. Have you ever heard any? Have you heard a per any athlete, any coach, any executive that is working with the Saudi investment fund say anything bad about them? The only one was Phil in the book where he called them murderous SOBs. He know they're murderers and bad people. That was that he denied with Alan Shipnuck's book. Right. That was the only time. Yeah. But no. And you, that was to an author. I'm not even sure he knew that was going to come out. You, you haven't heard Dustin Johnson right. or our friend Sergio or anybody else say any bad things about right. him. Because 
That money spends pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you haven't heard anybody even say, I don't even, I've not even heard anybody say, one of the worst moments was, uh, what's his name, Bryson, uh, goes on CNN, and he had arguably the worst two minutes of anyone I've ever oh, seen yeah, on television. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. They were pressing him to say the obvious, right. and the guy tried not to, and it was a it was a wreck. They, but it, it was like it was like an animal house where they're going, Oh, yeah. Khashoggi. 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 Yeah. But you haven't even had anybody say this. Hey, look. They've done some terrible things. I don't agree with anything going on there. Mm-hmm. I wanted the money, and so I took it. Let me tell you. You haven't that, heard anybody even yeah. say that. Last week, Sergio Garcia and his wife Angela had their had their big fundraiser. I and sat they, next to him and his wife at the pediatrician's office. Did you? Yeah. They, they raised... Well over a million dollars for Children's Hospital, anti-bullying, uh, Save Muni. They they right. they're they're making a difference in our town. So in effect, the Saudi money. It's and a lot of the golfers were there. Pa- uh, Patrick Reed was there. Are you saying the blood money's filtering into Austin? Well, into your cause with Save Muni. Yeah, you, damn it. <laughs> Maybe get the Saudis. Let to me do. Uh, let me down the hall and tell the audience that. Do you know audience who he's in bed with? <laughs> You know who he's in effect getting money from? Sheik of Araby. You thought it was save Muni. <laughs> it's save him. He's Muslim. <laughs> he's Muslim. <laughs> but my point is that this it is a it's a world economy and Sergio and Angela are doing great things for this community where in fact he is getting paid Trickle down. a ton of money from it's trickling down from a uh, the Saudis, yeah, I, yeah. But then this is the what the Saudis are doing with their fund. Um, I've, I've already said this a few times. It, it is sport washing, but it is also a, a drive to drive tourism to diversify their own economy. Now that's further down the list. I, I'm, but, but they do they do have tournaments over there already. Yeah, um, tournaments. They've done that for but, years. But there's nothing economic about this. This is not like they're buying a property that's going to turn profitable sometime soon. They're flat out. Just handing the money over, they don't even have a network for golf, really. Right. So it's not like a it's not like a good business investment. They're just going to buy you. They, they did it with soccer, and there's no return on it. There's not a drawing any more people. Let me make a prediction right now. Is this a hot take? It's a hot take. Let's do it. A U.S. entity on television will carry a big one, yes. not a CW. One of the big ones will carry the live golf this year, and they they will get more viewers because of the Rams and the Deschambeaux and the Dustin Johnson and the Kepkas and the Sergios, because you're lining up. Does Ted Cruz know this? Do not tell Ted. Do not tell Ted. Um, okay. But I do think you're so, going to have an ESPN, or you're going to have is eventually going to say a YouTube type deal. Look, they got the stars. We're in the star business. We need right, to show them. Right. The public has a right to see John Rahm wearing shorts, playing in a three-day tournament with loud music playing in the background and cheerleaders, which if that's what they do. And the Sheik strolling around telling everybody how great things are. With President Trump, yes. Trump <laughs> and the Sheik will be in the booth. Pull with a golf commentary. With golf commentary. Fake fraud. And that's Jared it. will be there kissing somebody's ass to get some money from him, too. Jared Kushner? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good boy. That Jerry. is he. He's a good. Saw him at guitar. There is uh, sucking up to be able to he's get a, a hand out there. Did have his dad with him? He's his dad. His is dad's he, out of the big house. Yeah, now. he's out of jail now. Yeah. So then goes. Then go find some money over there. They don't care if it's blood money. 
Hot I, love, t- I love it when he gets fired up, Garrett. I love Hot it. Hot Take Thursday. Hot Take Thursday live <laughs> on 1027. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of the Cowboys and the Eagles. Will you well, watch that golf tournament, or are you going to do some kind of like... No, Jeff, I'll watch because yeah. okay. I'm, we'll I'm a golf fan. Okay. I'm a golf fan, and... Well, then I, don't I, criticize the players for taking the money. If you're going to do not it criticizing too, the, I'm not criticizing you're the gonna players. You're going to check your morality at the door. I, I'm just, I, just, I think some of these guys forget how they got their riches. The reason they got the ability to make a gazillion dollars it was because of the PGA Tour. It was because of the PGA Tour. Here's, That's the reason, Jeff. Here's my hot take follow-up. This is what I would just like. I want someone just to say, I just did it for the money. I get their politics suck. I get that it's an oppressive place. I don't agree with any of it, but I'm going to take their money. I want someone to own, mm-hmm. instead of hide, own the narrative. Well, and, and So you can prove that you're doing this just for money. Because right now, what they're doing with you as a golfer or a soccer player is working, and that is, you won't say the truth. You won't. You won't expose them. You don't have the guts or the ethics to say it's an oppressive regime that I don't agree with at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take their well, money. See, John Rahm's getting blowback today because there. Uh, I saw all these things six months ago. He said, "How much money is enough?" Yeah, the PGA I'm, Tour I'm, has I'm, been I see my his quotes place. Right here. This is the place. I love my wife and kids. We right. want to. We want to stay on this tour. And just, just what, just he what wa- he, wa- said. he waved the flag. Yeah, I would not be here if not for the PGA Tour. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, it's re- what makes it even worse is that nobody that gets paid will say they want to they want to distance themselves from an oppressive regime. They can't do that, but I'm sure well, it's in their that, contract. That's, okay. Well, I'm then sure that's, it's in that's their a contract. problem. See that that is now you're playing you're owning that you're involved with blood money. 300 million dollars. Yeah. To to work less. To work less. To work a lot less. Work, <laughs> and still be able to go to the Masters and yeah. go to the US Open, the PGA and the British Open. And do all that, and I think I think that's where a lot of these superstars only want to do. They don't care about the Greater right, Hartford right. Open or Colonial or whatever. They want to win majors. You're measured by majors, and these guys on the Live Tour now are a collection of major winners. So, but I don't. I wonder what who will be the next shoe to fall on the PGA Tour if there will be whoever's next best. That would be Scotty Scheffler. Okay. That would be Scott T. Scheffler. Scott, hook him horns with the Sheik. <laughs> hook him Abdul. Yeah, because whatever John Rom got, he can say, give me $500 million. You yeah. know what? They'll give him $500 million. I think they will. Yeah. They, they will, and that will be... That's going that to be a really bad day for you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I like this Muni angle, though. Oh, yeah, that you're taking dirty yeah. money? Yeah. Let's that, see. That you're not Episcopalian, you're really Muslim? No, no, no. I'm not that part? No. I'm not getting the religious part. I'm getting in that, you know, how 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 deep do they go? How far do they go? Do they go in and get involved Wait, what with was college that, sports? Uh, what was that used to be a big topic on uh, the AM about uh, Sharia law? Sharia law. You're oh, yeah. the Sharia law. Sharia law, yeah. I'm going to go down there and say, hey, don't listen to him again. He's, he believes in Sharia law. <laughs> Sharia. They law. gave him some money for Muni, and he's now he is now selling other people on Sharia law. Well, Muni's going to be saved. Could be by saved. Sharia law? No, by the good people of Austin and the good people of the University of Texas who trickle, will realize the trickle down. Who the will sh- realize that 
he will realize that Muni, an historical place, sure 100 years old next year, needs and must be so saved. So I guess when, when a woman tries to drive up to the golf course, you're going to have her arrested. Let me just tell you what, Jeff. Okay. There are more well, women probably, you're playing. Not, you're not going to let them play golf. That, there are more women playing golf play at golf. Muni now than ever before. And if you would get out of your ivory towers <laughs> and your country <laughs> club them, life school. They're going to say, why we, can't we play here anymore? Because this golf course is governed by Sharia law. <laughs> <laughs> you're so bad. You're just so bad. Save Muni, save Muni, save Muni. Back after this on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Damn it, Garrett. I've got my bit where I talked over the big guy and you wouldn't put my mic yeah, up. Yeah, maybe because Garrett thinks it's a terrible bit. Well, it's a great bit. Rating sore, man. <laughs> Ed's trying to talk. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> and, not let him on. and I said, Garrett, Garrett please, no. would you turn on my mic? Because like I'm kind of leaning back. No, kinda, no, no. Kinda, I like it. It was like a quiet act of defiance. It though. certainly was. Yeah. It was really peaceful. Look at, listen to the man. He He's a producer. You're over there yelling at him, and he's thinking, no, nah, I'm not going to let you talk man, at all. I'm the boss here. Yeah. Okay? What a power move by the sure little was. G over you. there. That was impressive. Wow. It's yelling. Mike, turn on my mic. Turn on my mic I now, was, damn it. I was about doing a Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I said, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> what was that? Did he flip out? Oh, yeah, he flipped out. We'll do it live. Oh, yeah, he did. He yeah. went nuts. We'll do it live. What was he so upset about? Because somebody in the control room, some producer, yeah. had screwed up and not turned his mic on or something. didn't screw up. It was clearly intention. It was clearly intentional. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was defiance. What have I done to you, G? What have I done to no, you? No, you don't understand. He's trying to tell you that's lame. Well, he was, he's never told let me, me that. Let me help him out here. He should, be, he should send me that in a written form. Dear Mr. Clements. <laughs> That's late. I'll write you a letter, okay? Write me, write me a letter. Dear <laughs> Mr. Clements. Text him right now. Just send him a text. Yeah. Hey, it is, it is Ed, lame. Those jokes are bad. I've had enough of them. That's what he's trying to tell you right now. I've had enough of those. He's rejecting mm -hmm. you're, it, you're, you're, you're talking over the smoker voice. You're screaming at the smoker voice. You, you hate the man. You're to the point where I think Garrett is saying, enough already. Okay. He's got a family, too. You're hating on the dude every day. You call him names. And the guy, the guy maybe communicated to Garrett. Get off my, tell that guy to get off my ass. I've had a rough time. Well. Uh, he's got issues. He sniffs glue. Does crack. Smoker guy does? Yeah. Well, he's got well, all sorts I feel of sorry Garrett we need, knows that. We need to get him in rehab then. <laughs> we need to get him in rehab. So, you know, Garrett's just had enough of you treating the guy like garbage. Well, it's, okay. it's like a kid at school, you know, trying to stop the bully, and this was the way he did it, mm -hmm. in a polite act of defiance. Polite, polite, you say? Well, he could have, it could have just shouted over you. I asked and him say, kindly. He could have yelled, said, "Shut up, old man!" Well, I said, "Garrett, will shut you up, turn on my man. mic?" You're yelling, then, "Shut up, smoker!" When Garrett's the bit gonna started, yell, shut Garrett's up, over man. there looking at me like he's the principal of the school here yeah. Yeah, in he this is. darkened room. You know what else? What else? He told me he was going to do it. Oh, my Lord. It's been planned. It's been planned. Oh, my <laughs> It's gosh. been planned. In collusion. Yeah. It's, you, it's, you in collusion. And I said, yes, Jeff. you know what, Jeff? I've had it with Ed, and I've had it with him yelling at the smoker dude. And I said, you know what, Garrett? You've got my blessing. I got your back. You cut that jackass off. And smoker voice to me. You. Oh, my god. We're talking gosh. about you. We're defending smoker voice. Oh. Hot take Thursday here. Hot live. Hot take Thursday. Very, Hot take Thursday. Very volatile. Very volatile. 
tonight's game may not be volatile. No, it's Do you realize it's awful what the Patriots' mm-hmm. record is? Two and ten. Yeah, two and ten. There's a really good article on ESPN today that is it. it it's uh, it's long, but it puts in a timeline how awful things have gotten. It talks about you know I think I think we are quickly forgetting what a great run they were on. And some of the players that they had. I yeah. mean, it's you go back and it feels like light years now, but it's a timeline of from the moment Brady took over and it walks you through the great players, the great moments, and then it starts to break down how it's come apart. And it's really are it, they the worst team in the NFL? Uh I would be hard-pressed to find one worse because the Bears have won recently. They won in Minnesota. Arizona won last week. They're winning again. The Panthers? Carolina. Carolina might be worse. Carolina may be worse. That would be a... I'll take Bryce Young over Mac Jones. Two two Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's uh, it's, it's a really... it also explains how this has all happened. I think people just assume. Well, when Brady left, I think well, yeah, that was I know a that. I mean, yeah. thanks for that on thanks. The Hot Take Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, but then a lot. I mean, it wasn't that long ago they had Cam Newton, <laughs> okay, and we thought that was going to work. I thought it was going to work, and that didn't work. No, um, they've. I, I, it start, I tell you where it kind of started with the Patriots, and this is going to sound weird. And this is how good Brady was. Remember they went and got Antonio Brown? Yes. Antonio Brown at the time was one of the best receivers in football, but an absolute... Lunatic. Lunatic. And Brady embraced him. He and stayed Brady at Brady's house. Brady tried to house. save him. Yeah, yeah. And so he played, what, one game? And then remember he stormed off the field shirtless? He took he off went, his uniform because yeah, he, he was crazy. mad. He wanted and, the damn ball. Uh, and so there's that, and then it's just like this <clears throat> stepping stone of things that the article alleges, and I think it's probably right, Brady felt it coming apart and kind of said, enough already. I'm out. Did the murder come into play any? The murder of the tight end? You know, because they were dominant during and after the murders. Yeah, because he was he's, he had just signed that big he new contract. Signed a big contract and a great player. Yeah. But what is amazing about the Patriots during their great run is how many good players came and went. Now they have none. Yeah. If you go back and look at their years, you'd go, oh my gosh, they lost. Uh, Offensively and defensively. Yeah, defensively too. Yeah. They had, oh, they have Antonio Brown, but he's gone. They have uh, Randy Moss, but then he's gone. Um, they would go, they were cycling through great players and never missing a beat. Wes and, Walker, Edelman. And then you guys. look now in the last three years, they have no players. Because they suck. Their quarterback is not very good. Who I thought was okay his first year. Yeah, he was. But he's not very good right now. They have made, the article points out, they have got nothing right in personnel mm. decisions, including coaches. They've cycled oh. through offensive coaches, they've cycled through defensive coaches, they've cycled through players, and. They just keep getting it wrong. And it's funny. I don't. I don't understand why. Like, it seems like obvious stuff when Belichick put Matt Patricia as the play caller. Right. What is that? Matt Patricia is a defensive guy with a with a pencil in his hand. Right. What, what does that tell you if you're an offensive player? It yeah. doesn't tell you you we don't you're, care. De- you're devalued. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a really fascinating read on 
it didn't all come apart quickly. It's sort of just been building and building, mm-hmm. and now it is snowballing now where they, they don't do anything right. They can't afford to keep the old guy. They can, they have no. they have to clean house. No. They got to blow it up and just. But they got to blow it up with someone who can fix it. Right, someone who can fix and it. And I don't think you can trust him to fix it. No, because he's set in his ways. <clears throat> he's gotten he's, it wrong every time so far. Except I think for one. I think the Kraft family family has uh, you know bowed down. What whatever he wants, you can get. Yes, you'll make it right. We have all the rings. You you can fix it. We'll let we'll let Bill do it. But Bill is not doing it. Well, no. And he hadn't done it since Tom no, left. No, it's, it's uh, where is it? The story is really, it's really fascinating. It's one of the front stories on the ESPN site. Um, it's, it's basically how it all went wrong for the New England Patriots over time. Yeah. And man, you look at that eight-year, ten-year period where they were so good. I mean, my gosh. They were. It was one of the great runs in sports. They were one pass away from being an undefeated team. First time since the Dolphins. An unlucky play. Or oh. a lucky play. Eli just thrown up and David yeah. Tyree catching it with his head. Yeah. They would have won that game. But they'd still look like they do now. Because yeah, everything would. they've done the last few years, as this article points out, every personnel move has, has gone wrong. Hmm. I really thought it was a genius move to get Cam Newton, and that didn't work. I'm not sure if it was a genius move. I, I thought it was going to be. I thought it was a positive move. because yeah, yeah, I, thought, I, I thought it was going to work. Yeah. And then the article explains he never had a chance because they had nothing around him. It's that, hard. That he, was already, he was already doomed, as the article points out. You know, he, he was doomed because Brady knew what was coming. Like, Brady knew it was all falling apart around him, and Brady was smart enough to know where to go. Cam Newton sort of went in there blindly thinking it's the Patriots, it's Belichick, it's going to work, and then even he realized everybody around me is trash. Yeah. Hard, and he was he was done. Hard to follow a goat. The goat, and plus with those circumstances you said where they didn't have many people around him, surrounding him. You just can't you know, Belichick got so much credit for being a brilliant coach, brilliant, he's brilliant. When to me, in fact, it was personnel and Tom Brady who could get you out of a jam. But they found Tom Brady. They did. They did. That was a masterful move. I mean, they Skinny found guy from Tom Michigan. Brady. In fact, there is a uh, Mike Tannenbaum is on ESPN. Is he? No, he's on Fox. I'm sorry. I'm in trouble. I think he's on Fox. Okay, well, you want me Garrett, to lie? producer. Cut me off. Write him up. Let's go. Write me up. Write him up. But he he was on a podcast, and he told a story when he was with the Jets. Somebody came in and said, we got to get Brady. Not, not early in the rounds, but saying, I, I'm betting my job on it. We really need to make this move. And they had already said they had taken Chad Pennington and said, we already got our guy. Why would we need another quarterback down the road? And he was telling the name of the scouts. He was very honest. It was an interesting story. He said this guy over and over again said, let's, let's take a flyer on this guy late in the draft. And they said, why would we, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go load up on two quarterbacks in this draft. We don't need it. Mm. He said, there was a scout out there. Not many, he said. Very few people said that about Brady, but they had a scout on their staff. That was saying, begging them to take Brady. And seventh round. Seventh round. I mean, if you've ever seen his workouts, I could see why somebody would say, I'm sorry. What? The skinny guy? Drew Bledsoe, starting quarterback. Drew Bledsoe gets injured. Here he comes. And as I say, the rest is his story. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Who says that? Uh, uh, Yogi Berra says that. Yogi Berra? No, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> wow. 
Just made that up. The rest is history. The rest Yogi is history. Berra? No, he's not. I just made yeah. that up. Um, I don't. I, I suggest people read it. It's uh, it is. You really can now. It's pieced together how. I. They're not going to get fixed anytime soon. I don't think they are either. And again, I hate. I don't want to smirch the man. Why? It's hot take Thursday. But it's time. It'll be the last time we see him on a Thursday night broadcast tonight on Amazon Prime against the Philadelphia Eagles. Excuse me, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? This will be the last time we see Belichick on a Thursday night broadcast. Are you saying he's dying? No, I'm saying he's going to be fired after this year. He will no longer coach a Thursday night game. Ever? Yes, this is their final Thursday night game. Ever. Ever. I don't think he gets another job in the NFL, do Look, you? you That's a hot take right there. That is... It's hot take Thursday, Garrett. That's a little over your skis, sir. What's a little over my skis? <laughs> that, that hot take. We, where will he get a job? Who's going to hire him? Give me a second. I'm thinking. Chargers? Maybe. Washington? Maybe. Carolina? No. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he would... Would Carolina offer Bill Belichick the head coaching job? Yeah, they probably would because that owner's a fool. Yeah. Pardon me for saying that. I shouldn't call people fools, no. but he's what a fool. What do you mean? He's a fool. Uh, he is a, well, he's a foolish football person. He's a hedge fund guy. I disagree with your hot take. I think someone's going to hire Bill Belichick. Do you know? If they don't, it's going to be pretty sad to watch. Very sad to watch when the man is that close to the all He's like going to be hanging around with a shopping cart outside the practice facility. He can't go into broadcasting. Okay, let's let's be clear about that. Uh, yeah, he cannot yeah. be a media. That that no one is going to hire him. Uh, the Bill Belichick podcast is not going to do very well. And what does it all go back to? The the, the demise girl. of this year. The girl, the blonde bombshell who's who got the house of Nantucket. She looks like a washed up stripper. She's got Nantucket, baby. She might be a washed up stripper. Did you hear me? I said it. Wow. It's hot take Thursday. It's hot take Thursday. <laughs> we'll be back with more. On Hot Take Thursday on Garrett's show. This is the Garrett Show, the producer, right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Tom Brady's old team plays tonight. Uh, the Patriots play at Pittsburgh. There's. I've been reading some stuff that maybe the the Mike Tomlin may be in trouble. Ooh, the, the the Pittsburgh head coach. I, okay, if he's out, he's the first guy I would hire. Ah, uh, he's a he's a he's the very really, first guy I would hire. Yeah, I, I mean he wouldn't even get out of the parking lot, and I would have already hired him. They're seven and five this year. They got beat by Arizona yeah, last week. They're seven and five, and he's and they've. You know what's about Pitts, Pittsburgh doesn't do uh, New England. They don't disappear. They're always going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're championship, but they never suck, even with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Smallhands? That's what you say. I think Mike Tomlin is an excellent coach. He's done it for all those years, you know. Super Bowls, the Ben Roethlisberger years when Ben weighed about three, three bills and stuff. Like I said, the NFL is built to make you implode sooner or later. They haven't. Yeah. That's first guy I hire if I'm Chicago. If I, I mean, they all should call him. Mm-hmm. I think he could pick any job he wants. They're actually. still going to be really in that do. mix for that division because yeah. 
Baltimore is, I believe, the best team, but they just have the tendency to hang around, hang around, hang around. Giselle Bunchen uh, has a new boyfriend, Jeff. I want to let you know. What are you, why are you saying Joaquin, this to me right now? Because of uh, the Patriots, the old team that of Tom Brady. To do with her. When they were really good when oh when Tom gosh. was a quarterback. And are you kidding me? Joaquin uh, Valente is the is new. Is that the karate coach that she was fooling around with? <sighs> let me see here. Is that right? He's a handsome guy. Well, I assumed it wouldn't be uh, Shrek. Yeah. It doesn't was say. Was he 22? Let's see what his age is. Uh, Poor Tom. Who's Tom dating? You know, I don't know. He was dating. Who was he dating, Garrett? Some actress. Yeah. No, I thought it was that teenage model or something. No, don't, Jeff. That's the Oklahoma City basketball player who was dating the teenagers. Okay, that, yeah, okay, that dude. Sorry, that like, dude. Like, what? Something wrong with that? I'm dating a 14-year-old? Exactly. He's dating a high school girl. He's dating a high school girl. He's hanging confused. out the mall. He's confused. What? Something wrong with yeah, that? Right. Maybe in Australia you can do that, but you can't do that over here there, Pods. All right. So here's some of the comments on Twitter or X. And the audience has not caught on to Hot Take uh, Thursday. You know what? Really? I guess they're just not as professional as we are. Uh, at Jeff Ford Show, do you think the demise of New England is both Brady leaving and the age of Belichick? I read an article showing how age affects coaching. Do you think Saban is next? We thought Saban was next, and he's done one of his best coaching jobs, to be honest Really good with you. job. I really thought they were not a good team last year. They were an undisciplined team. I went so far as to say that I thought he was slipping. First three the, games this year, they were they games, bad. Texas yeah. owns them, and we're all saying the same thing. He's slipping, and yet now look. It's one of his best coaching jobs. So, no, Saban is not a Belichick. He's not. Uh, at Jeff Ford Show, in support of our new sponsors, we will now have hookah pipes at every hole, municipal management. Huh. Is that what you're going to do, Sharia law? No Sharia law at Muni. I mean, do you put people in shackles over Women there? Women can play. Transgenders can play. No. Even Jeff Ford can play. You're welcome. <laughs> Former Muni champion, I should I was. say. I was. I was. Ten-year-old champion. Twelve-year-old champion. Twelve-year-old champion. Austin City champion at the age of 12. Do you know that? That led Muni, yeah. The left-handed Jeff Ford. Uh, I actually won it at uh, Morris Williams. Did you? Want it more Mo Willie? Yep. Okay. Uh, at Jeff Ford's show. So Jeff Ford is Satan, and Ed Clements is Muslim. Actually, it's more than that. He's an advocate of Sharia law, to be precise. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Ed Clement is a Muslim. Sharia law. Now, all the Rick's Cabaret and Blue Chew ads make sense. Rick's Cabaret and Blue Chew ads make sense. I don't get that. I don't get that either. I don't and get that If I'm the either. devil and he's advocate of Sharia law, which he is, at Jeff Ford's show. Sharia law. The golfers owe their riches to Tiger. Yeah. He made the PGA what it became. His global celebrity and prowess is responsible for the hyper-competitive golf world. If anything, the downturn in his play allowed the live to work. I agree. I, I agree. Oh, pre-1997, yeah. you, had, you, had, you made really good lives on the PGA Tour, but now it's just gone... Because of him. Because of Tiger and TV. Yeah. Yeah. But if Tiger Woods were in his peak right now, would live be... Well, of course, live would offer him... It would be obscene. Even more obscene than the money now. They'd offer him a billion dollars. Yeah. But would players be as likely to bail to live if it was the time of Tiger Woods? <sighs> Tiger Woods increased the purses on the PGA Tour. I don't, I don't know. I can't answer that question. He was the sports Michael Jordan. Pardon me? He was the sports. That's a hot take, but it's not a bad one. Yeah. He was golf's Michael Jordan. Was, yeah. Best that ever, ever was. You had to watch. Yeah. Uh, at Jeff Ford show, not a huge name at all, but Harold Varner has said those things about the has he? live tour money. I, 
Harold Varner, uh, the player who, who ironically, you mentioned Michael Jordan. He wears Michael Jordan's shoes, shoes and shirts. He's, and he just he made no bones about it. He said, this is yeah, well, that's transformational money, and this is money for me and my kids and my kids' kids. I cannot turn it down. But did he say... Did he did he disassociate from? I'd have to look that the up. Saudi regime. See, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't know if Harold did or not. I want someone to to take it further mm-hmm. and say, no, I don't agree because I know you're going to ask me. And yes, I do agree that it's an oppressive regime that I don't support. I don't. I'm, think any, separa- I'm, I'm, I'm never, separating myself from that, and I'm taking the money. I'm not so sure Harold said that. But I'll just have to check it out. But. I think it's probably in their contracts. You cannot you can't do that. You can't do that. I think it's obvious. Kind of like in our contracts where you're not supposed to yell at the smoker voice, which I violate all the time. Huh. Yeah, I'm a rebel. Garrett knew it. Yeah, Garrett. Garrett knew it. He tried to save you. He tried to stop you from... Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought he was just being <laughs> mean and cruel to the old man over here. I'll turn your damn mic on when I want to, old timer. At Jeff Ward Show, paying that much for a hot dog? What does that say about Americans? We are fat and stupid. What are you, you talking about? No. Okay, let me tell you something about? that that's uh, hot dog. What are you talking? Pretty about? entertaining. Name the most expensive ticket, hot dog, and beer in the NFL. Name the cheapest ticket, hot dog, and beer in the NFL. The most expensive would be in San Francisco. They don't have hot dogs there. Oh, they don't. The no. Sushi. Okay, I would probably say no. the Jets, Giants, or New England. You're incorrect on all three. Okay. The it's- cheapest. Hot dog, ticket, and beer, go. The cheapest? Yep. Carolina. Incorrect again. The Houston Texans at $379.14 for a hot dog, a ticket, and a beer. The cheapest. That's correct. They're last. Okay. Three seventy nine. That's still expensive. That's a ripoff. Yeah. That's okay. the NFL. Another today. better. Okay. Okay. Um, the most expensive at one thousand three hundred eighteen dollars for a ticket, a beer, and a hot dog. Kansas City. What? Because they're a hot team. They're they they all sell out no. for years and years. Well, New York. No, it's very incorrect. New England. Very again, very incorrect. Minnesota. Stop it. Uh, Raiders, $1,318. That is a ripoff. How about they, that? Because they have a captivated audience. Do they? I'm well, not going to a football game if I'm in Vegas. Well, you got these out-of-town folks for the whenever the out-of-town team plays. Like, $1,300? Jeez. Sounds a little uh, hot. The Dallas Cowboys, $887.29 for a ticket, a hot dog, and a Bud Light. Too much. They are third. The Detroit Lions... That's sad. That's that's not a good economy. They don't need to be spending nine hundred bucks on a ticket, a beer, and a hot dog. It's nine hundred four dollars. No. No. Philadelphia. Now tell me that's not two months' rent for that crowd. That's crazy. <laughs> One thousand nine dollars and eighty four cents for a ticket, a beer, and a hot dog in Philadelphia. Wow. <laughs> That's a ton of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. A lot. But again, a captivated for an, Yeah, for an afternoon, though? Yeah. Really? To go fight? Yeah, fight before the game. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.